Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business and Barbell Talk podcast. Uh, this is Coach Chris here. I'm just hanging out in the gym. Um, so we are without a guest this week. What we're going to do instead is I'm going to talk about something that I have been asked about a lot. Um, we have a killer lineup of guests coming up, though. Uh, a couple of really, really great coaches that I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with. Um, recording two this week with uh, two physical therapy and physical therapists and strength and conditioning coaches that I'm pretty close to and know pretty well. Um, Really looking forward to getting to sitting down, picking their brain. We're going to talk all things movement, strength, training, um, and, of course, life, because we tend to get into that on, the, on these episodes. Um, but today I just want to talk about something that I hear a lot of people um, get into and get kind of confused about and kind of down on themselves about, I, I think at least in my experience. And that's just the idea of, like, now that everything's – not everything's back to normal from COVID, but, like, now that things are returning to some semblance of uh, being normal and people can kind of go back into their routines a little bit uh, in some places, of course, not everywhere, how do you decide what to do, right? Like, like, how do you pick a program more specifically is sort of the way that I've wanted to dial in on it today because that's a big one. Um, people often, like, they'll come to us, they'll ask, they'll be like, well, what should I be doing? What program should I follow? Like, people that never, have never worked out before, never done really anything, they're just like, well, what do I do? And it's like, well, hey, first of all, I just want to say, I'm really glad you want to exercise. Um, I always start with that, right? I think it's really important. I think it's really great when people want to work out, when people want to get into health, and they want to invest more in themselves. I think... I honestly truly think that it's silly that people aren't willing to um, and I used to be one of those people so I can't I don't hold it against people but uh, having come out the other side of it from being as unhealthy as I used to be to now I just have this perspective that I think it's silly that people don't people aren't willing to commit any time to their health through the week and people and this is a good way to get into it the first thing that you have to consider is number one how much time you have and people tend to think that if you're gonna follow a program you're going to follow a program and you're going to get into exercise. It has to be all or nothing, right? It has to be six or seven days a week, two sessions a day, just all gas pedal, no break, take the brakes out. And that's not true. And that's not what we would recommend. It's not what I would recommend. The truth of the matter is that when people come to me and they ask for programming, if they've never exercised before, but they like, like, Hey, I want to lose weight or I want to get stronger. Or, I want to get faster, which is some kind of arbitrary thing, right? Um, whatever their goal is. The first thing I usually say is if I asked you to, before I write you a program, if I asked you to walk for 30 minutes, three days a week for a month, would you do it? Um, and I've actually had a couple people be like, is that what you want me to do? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. And they did it. I've had three people in my coaching career do that. And, but most people are like, no, I want to just, I want to get into it. Like that won't do anything that walking's dumb, whatever. And even though it's not, um, and what people need to realize is that you can you can get ahead of yourself, right? You don't need as much in the beginning as you think. Just as much, just as as you become a more advanced athlete, you don't necessarily need as much either, right? Because you find things that work, and you need specific adaptations as you get more advanced. In the beginning, you need less because it doesn't take as much volume uh, to drive a change, drive adaptation, drive strength, drive weight loss, anything like that. Um, so in the beginning, just remember that you don't need as much time committed to this stuff as you might think. What it, The commitment level that you need to have outside of the gym um, comes in the form of like nutrition, right? That's where you have to kind of be on it. If you want something to do six or seven days, six days a week is what I'd recommend. 
if you need something to do for that long throughout the week, consider your nutrition part of your training, right? That's how I think about it. The way I eat, the way I sleep, do I rest and recover? I take all that into account. Now, granted, I care about mine a lot. I have the time, I have the inclination, and I also have the extreme example of having been on the obese side when I was, in a, when I was a kid, right? And being really unhealthy because of it. So I have that kind of underlying motivation already, and not everybody has that. Um, but it's just something to consider. When people are looking to put effort towards something inside the gym or, or with their health, I always say, well, do, remember that the gym and lifting weights and going on your runs is not the only thing that you can put effort towards. You can put effort into your nutrition. You can put it into your recovery. Make sure you're sleeping enough. Dude, make sure you're drinking enough water. That is, it amazes me how many people I talk to, how many members, clients, athletes, whatever it is I talk to that they come to us with problems and I'm like, how much water do you drink? And they're like, well, I don't really track it. And then I just ask them to track it for one week and just try to drink like a gallon a day and they come back and they feel so much better. They're these little, little tiny things that if you want something to dedicate your energy towards, go do that. Now, all that being said at the beginning, let's say that we're exercising or moving around um, and we're like, well, what do I do? Like, what do, what do I do? What do I follow? Like, uh, in the, the big thing with that is you have to take a step back and think about, number one, we've already gone over deciding how much time you have and, how, and what you can do when you have that time to fill it and make progress. Number two, you have to decide what do you want to do. Right, and, and I always start here. I never start with like, what do you wanna compete in? Do you wanna compete in something? I always start with like, what grabs your attention? What grabs your interest? Um, I know that for me, it's funny because the big switch has happened since I started. When I first started exercising, I really loved to run. I loved cardio. Number one, because it had been spoon fed to me that that was the only way to lose weight and I was really overweight. So I did it and then what happened was I formed this emotional attachment to it and I still have this emotional and this appreciation for it um, to this day because what it did was I noticed that when I seemed to run more consistently and eat a little bit less, I, I would lose weight. I'm not advising you to do that. I think there are better ways to go about it. I ran myself too much. Don't take it that way. I'm just saying so like now I have this really big appreciation for cardio and endurance but I hated lifting weights when I first started. I hated it because the progress didn't come as fast. It was hard. I was the weakest person at the YMCA, which now is funny to look back and think about. Um, I was the weakest person in the room. I was the most out of shape person in the room. I didn't know what I was doing and people just wanted to make fun of me instead of helping me. Um, so I hated doing it. But when I was running, I could just put in my headphones. I could just run to the park. I could just run laps. And just for the most part, you know, it happened sometimes. But for the most part, I was just alone. I was just alone in my own head doing the work. And I really loved it. I'm a huge introvert. And that really just sort of reached out and called to me. What then happened though was I lost, I lost 200 pounds, um, which not everybody knows, but I lost over 200 pounds. And then I got, uh, I got bored. You know, I, I, I was like, okay, I lost weight. I'm, I'm skinny. Like I, I, I had abs, like I had, I had like abs, but it was because I was small, right? I looked sick. Um, and it was like, well, what am I going to do now? And I had started, I had started dabbling in like some CrossFit and I had started going to a CrossFit gym a couple days a week. And I just noticed that I was really weak. Um, and I, and I noticed that on lifting days, I didn't like how that made me feel. Like I felt, I didn't feel like competitively like a failure cause I didn't really care about that, but I just felt like 
I don't feel like I have any function, right? I don't, I don't feel like I could do something. I don't feel like I could use my fitness like if it was needed. And it was because I didn't really have that much fitness. I could just run, right? I had a broad aerobic base, but I had no anaerobic ability. I had no strength. I had no skill. Like, and I was like, well, this is, I, d- I did the job. I lost weight, but it didn't, it, I was too worried about losing things and not concerned about building anything, which I found detrimental after a long time. Um, but it comes down to like, okay, I want to, I want to lift weights. And then I started lifting weights. I found the big three specifically. I found squat bench and deadlift. And I noticed that if I did those, I got stronger. Um, that's a short, that's a very short version of that story. Um, and that's something that I think people need to think about is number one, things will change as you go. But number two, like what grabs your attention now, right? The reason that I still love running so much, and I do, people need to be coached and they need to be taught how to do things properly so they don't get injured and hurt, including running. People think about running as something that you don't need to like learn how to do, but you absolutely do. It's very hard on your body, especially distance running. And if you know how to do it properly, you stave off a lot of injury. Um, But if running is accessible, which is one of the reasons I really like it, you can just go outside, put on your sneakers and you can start running. And as long as you have the energy to move under your own power, you can continue to run, right? And and as the more time goes on, you will develop the ability to carry yourself further. I love that about running. It's accessible. All you need is some sneakers. You just need enough space to run around. It could be a track. It could be a 400 meter meter patch of farmland you have. It could be anything, right? Your driveway. You can run up and down your driveway if you're willing to. Like, run around your neighborhood a few times every night. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just something. Um, lifting weights is obviously my preference because that's what I've I've grown to love to do. Um, I love to lift weights and do grunt work, like carry, like carry sandbags, uh, drag, drag heavy sleds, do weighted carries, all that, do intervals on the bike and the skier, all that kind of stuff has become my preference, but that's just because I found it later on. Right. And we don't need to worry about that. A lot of people put the cart before the horse and they start thinking about things like, well, what if one day I want to, and I'm like, Hey dude, it's not one day yet. It's, it's day one. You have to think about what you want right now. And the reason that we're like that and the reason that I feel that way so heavily and like so intensely is because I need you to do something that will keep you consistent because consistency in the beginning will yield great results. I need you to pick something and I need to, I need to, I want to help you find something that will get you excited and that you have fun doing. Um, I'm not talking about competitive athletes because at that point, if you're a competitive athlete, you just, you have a job to do. So you just have to get up and do it. I'm talking about just everyday general population, run of the mill folks. You need to get up and decide this is what I like. This was what gets me excited. This is what I want to do today. Um, and then go do that. You will yield great results from that. What happens from there is you get into it, you make some progress get in it, you make some progress and eventually you notice that things start to slow down, right? Let's say you started running or let's say you just started lifting weights or let's say you started CrossFit and you notice that things start slowing down a little bit, right? Those, uh, you're maybe a year in something like that. Um, those newbie gains are slowing down a lot. You're not PR and every time you touch a lift, like your runs don't feel as great every time. Like you're not improving your speeds as much or your times. This is completely normal. This is your body adapting to the, uh, adapting to the stress <laughs> that you are putting upon it. What we do from here is this is where training, I think, needs to become more specific for people that like want to chase something specific. This is when your first, I think, big, like, big decision happens. What do you want out of your training now? 
right? You're a year into it. I'm just going to use that timeline for here. You're a year into it. You probably have a pretty good idea about what you like and don't like, um, at least at, at, at this stage. So what do we want to do? Do we want to lift weights? Do we want to run? Do we want better endurance? Do we want to do Spartan races? Do we want to do strongman? Do we want to do Olympic lifting? Do we want to do tough mutters every weekend? Do we want to run 50Ks, marathons? Do we want to get into paddling? Do we want to get into mountain biking, road biking? See, swimming, there's all of these options and people get overwhelmed with it. And it just goes back to that thing that you did on day one. Pick what you enjoy and then focus on that. From there, picking a program, like I said, we we're going to talk about picking a program is really important because there's a lot of just like bullshit out there. Um, when you find a program um, and it looks really good and flashy or it looks like you might want to do it, there's nothing wrong with doing some research on that coach or company. Try to find reviews. Look up that coach on social media. Social media is a great resource for coaches nowadays, and people post all sorts of shit about themselves on there, like especially their professional lives. It is a great resource to go and try to gauge whether or not you feel like this would be a good fit for you because a coach being a good fit for someone is a very important part of this. A lot of this is just going to come down to... It's going to come down to doing the research and having some patience, right? Because a lot of people pick, they want to just pick the first thing they find. Um, I know so many people that are like, I went on the website, I wanted a better back squat. So I just Googled, how do I strengthen my back squat? And I just picked the first thing that came up. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. And I actually appreciate kind of your, I appreciate sort of the blind effort of that. I love it, actually. Um, but there's also nothing wrong with like doing some research and taking some time and understanding that starting a program this week and starting a program next week probably won't affect your progress on your back squat that much. If you just take a few days, do some research and figure out and find something that really fits you, you'll be fine. Same thing with running plans and running coaches. I have met, I have met coaches that charge an arm and a leg and a glorious amount of money and then I see their program and I'm like, they charge you that much for this? That's that's ridiculous. Like that's absurd, because there's no thought into it, right? It's just cookie cutter template, just like same old shit they're sending to everybody else, and you don't deserve that. When you have a specific goal, you have to you have to find a specific partner to help you reach that goal. So the example I always use is if you're gonna do a powerlifting meet, the program you don't want is a is a running program. And if you're gonna train for an ultra marathon or a marathon or a half marathon, you don't need to start a powerlifting program right? Now I will say that if you're going to lift weights, I do, I am a big believer in, in developing an aerobic base and most strength coaches agree and know that. And if you are going to do distance running, you also need to do some amount of resistance training because of the injury prevention that it, that it uh, assists with. I'm not worried about making your back squat go up. I'm just worried about making your hamstrings more resilient. Hope that makes sense. Um, something that, um, Something to consider from here. Something to consider from here is your level of commitment to it. How much are you willing to pay? Um, how much are you willing to pay, and how much time? Again, just like the beginning, right? This is something that people don't realize is that a lot of training and a lot of your training life cycle is going to be coming back to things that you've already done, right? You're going to come back to these same decisions over and over again. What? What is your goal from here? What do you enjoy to do? How much time do you what how much time are you willing to commit and how much time do you have? I know a lot of people that want to commit 6 days a week but they only have 2 days a week. So how do we get the most bang for our buck there? Right? If you only have an hour to train every day, don't pick a program that takes 3 hours to complete because you're never going to get through it. 
the other thing to consider, because I see this one a lot too, is that people tend to get caught up in the idea of what is everybody else doing? And I think this is a big mistake because remember that a training partner does not have to train the exact same way you do. Now, it's going to be really hard to be training partners if one of you is out running a 5K and the other one's inside back squatting because you're not near each other to motivate one another. But... Um, if you guys are just lifting together, there's not a problem with following different programs. Don't feel pressured into doing the exact same thing with people. Um, I see the people say a lot, it'll keep me accountable if someone does this with me. No, 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 they don't have to do the same program. It'll keep, you, number one, you're an adult and you should do it. But, but not everybody is, I get that. But number two, you don't have to do the same program to stay accountable. You just have to do the work together, right? I know plenty of people. I used to work out with Olympic lifters religiously, and I was just and I was just like powerlifting, right, and doing CrossFit on the side or, or whatever. Um, there was there was a time uh, a couple years ago when I first got really heavy into lifting, where there was a group of like maybe eight or nine of us that would lift together every single day. None of us followed the same program but it didn't matter. We were all in the same room in the same in the same like hot humid ass like front room of the gym just lifting with the music loud and laughing and motivating one another. None of us knew what the other one's workout was coming in. None of us cared. We only cared that we were going to get to see each other and work out and motivate one another. We would just go in there, we'd throw down, we'd hit some metal and it would be awesome, right? Then we'd go eat something together. It was it was great. And none of us ever followed the same programming and it was totally fine. Find if you need that accountability of somebody else training with you, keep it there. Keep it training with you. It doesn't have to be specifically the same program. So don't fall into the trap of being like, well, I have to do this because it's what everybody else is doing. No, you don't. I have a thing that I've always said, and it's always that your fitness is your business, right? If you find something that just lights your ass on fire every day that you get to do it, go do it. Don't, don't settle for the idea that like, well, they're doing a 90-minute workout. I don't really want to. I just want to do my 30 minute of workout that I find effective and that has been in, uh, like forever. Um, but I'm going to do the 90 minute one anyway, right? It's like, why? Just because you're like, people get FOMO and I, I totally get that because I get it sometimes too, but they feel like they're going to miss out on something, right? That's why people program jump so often because like, well, if I'm busy doing this and they're busy doing that, surely I'm missing out on something because they're doing something different. And it's like, no, you're doing what you need to do, hopefully, right? Take the time, figure out something that like fits fits your timeline and your angle of approach for your goals. And what I mean by that is going back to what I said earlier, don't start don't start the conjugate method if you plan on being a marathon runner. Like don't start the powerlifting version of it. And and if you're if you're gonna like be a powerlifter, don't take up, you know, Brian McKenzie's born to run. <laughs> like don't don't do that, right? Um that does not align with your angle of approach, is how I put it. Um yeah, this is a big one just that I see. Um, and also, guys, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Most coaches in the strength and conditioning and even CrossFit world, I'll say, um, and running, you know, most coaches in this industry are not are not unwilling to talk to people. Um, if you go to, like, a CrossFit class now and you have a different goal from what the CrossFit class is doing, don't be afraid to go up to your coaches and ask, right? That is what a coach's job is. Nothing bugs me more than when a coach tries to tell somebody what their goal should be. A coach's job is not to tell you what your goal should be. A coach's job is to hear your goal and then help you reach that goal. Your fitness is your business. Your goals are your goals. I have 
something I try to do is I try not to take an emotional attachment or, or make an emotional investment in whether or not someone agrees with my idea of fitness because it's not going to happen. I take that over with other coaches. I take that over with some of my closest friends that disagree with me on fitness and health and strength. And I also take it over in like, I take it over with clients too, right? I have a lot, like there've been a lot of times where they've been like, I know that you care about this and yada yada. And I'm like, hey man, we don't have to care about the same things. Just what do you, what do you want to do? And if you think that like, if you, if you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. And if you don't, I'll just sit back and, and when you have a question about whatever program you start to follow, we'll answer it. That's what I believe the role of a coach is in that regard, right? In regards to like deciding on a program and what you're doing and goal setting. Um, don't be afraid to go talk to them. Don't be afraid to reach out to people and don't be afraid to play around a little bit, right? But what I will say is I'll encourage you the same way I encourage people about nutrition. If you start a program, do at least one cycle of it, right? Don't stop doing something after two weeks and be like, it didn't work. I didn't get stronger. You don't know if you got stronger. That's not long enough to get stronger, right? I've known so many people that do like five, three, one, and they, they start it and three weeks go by and they're like, well, I'm not stronger, so I don't know what's wrong. And I'm like, what, what's wrong is it hasn't been eight to 12 weeks yet. That's what's wrong, Right commit to doing at least a cycle of whatever program you're on, right? Number one, because you need longer to let that adaptation occur, right? You need enough time to actually accumulate enough work for that, for that, like, for that program to actually, like, make an impact on you. And number two, it really continues to drive home the consistency piece of training that we picked up when we first started, right? When we decided on something that would just get us up and moving that we were willing to do each day. And that is a big thing that, um, that's a big thing. This is a big reason that I think people burn out on, on physical movement and exercise is because they start setting other goals and they don't follow through with them and then they're discouraged. So what I would encourage you to do um, this is a shorter episode. I'm sorry. It's just kind of a talk real, real quick. Um, what I would encourage you to do is when you find a program with or without somebody else, commit to it for at least a cycle and see what you get out of it. Because what you're going to do at least is you're going to learn that that's not what you want to do, but you're going to have done some physical activity and you will probably make some, some amount of forward progress while on that program. If you give it the time it needs. Anyway, guys, that's a big thing that I hear um, that I hear people ask about a lot is picking programs, especially with sort of the state of the world right now where so many people are not wanting to necessarily do the group model um, or they're just getting more comfortable. Like they're kind of realizing how important like your strength and metabolic health is in general um, and your ability to move under your own power and what that does for people um, just in everyday life um, in terms of just immunity, being healthier, and being a little bit lighter. Um, and I think, I think it's awesome. I love to see it. I love to see people finally sort of giving a shit about their health more. Um, I have a, I have a, uh, I have a really big appreciation for that. Sorry. Um, I have a really deep seated appreciation for sort of sort of the shift that we're seeing right now where people are wanting to take those steps to be better and get better and healthier. Um, and I think I think it's one of the few positives that might come out of this whole COVID thing is that people are going to realize the benefits and uh, the benefits and importance of actually taking some charge and being and trying to be a healthy individual. Um, 
control what you can control. And yeah, so when you guys get into it and if you come to our classes, if you don't, if you have questions, you're more than welcome to shoot us a message on um, on our social media. Um, if you need a program to follow, we also offer that. Um, if you go to Train Heroic and you and you search for S3 Athletics, you'll see a number of programs on there. Uh, program for first responders, minimal equipment programs for athletes. You'll see a comp- like a competitive strength program. You'll see my program, the Barn Door uh, Barn Door Strength Program, uh, which is just about uh, uh, strength and power. Um, it's not geared towards CrossFitters or anything like that. Um, if you want to do it, I would I would if you're a CrossFitter, I would totally gear, I would totally do it if you're a weak if you're weak. Um, but it's just about size, strength, and power output. Um, but yeah, guys, if you have questions, reach out. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about in the future. Um, we've lo- we love the feedback that we get on this on these episodes and what we do. We glad we're glad you guys enjoy it, and uh, can't wait to record some episodes this week. We got a good lineup coming up, and we cannot wait to keep pumping out the content for you all. Um, so that's our episode. That's a little ramble. Stay strong. Enjoy the rest of your day.